Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the latest episode of Games Up Podcast, brought to you by World Geekly News. My name is Cameron McCulloch Crawford, and his name is Lewis Keeble. Oh, what a weird universe. Switching it, it's it too up. Weird. Please How cancel. No. <laughs> too well. Too Good. well. Good. Uh, it is an interesting week. In video games, we have, of course, everything that's happened in the last seven days after we failed miserably to predict a single thing that happened at the Super Bowl, even the Titanfall thing, which turned out to be the biggest story of the week and we were nowhere near. Uh, We've got all your news from the last seven days and a big old discussion on why we love Apex Legends. Uh, And we're not starting with an indie game this week, so let's jump straight into it. Lewis, you have for us this week details on Amazon's first major game that's coming out this year from one of their studios. Yeah, that's right. So they've just kind of uh, released details for it. Uh, it's called New World, and it's going to be a kind of sandbox-style MMO. I get the feeling it's a little bit uh, like Rusty, uh, something like that. Um, not Rusty, but Rust, you know? Rusty. Well, I don't know. It sounds Rusty. <laughs> And it's, it's, it's a strange one. So it, it centers around kind of the colonization of America, which is a little bit of a sketchy topic, really, if you ask me. But, yeah, it's a very uh, sketchy topic, I think. Um, I'm wondering exactly how deep they'll go with that, because um, it could be terrible. Um, but, yeah, so I'm kind of interested to see more. Uh, some of the de- details that they've shown have looked kind of... Uh, interesting yeah i i think the overall pitch for the game might need a bit of work but the uh the actual like some of the mechanics sound really really cool so for example there's a a mechanic where you can settle with a group of people uh, and then you can declare war on other groups but you have to declare war you don't just run into them and declaring Mm. war has to take 24 hours. So you get 24 hours when somebody else declares war to prepare for war and fight better than them. I think that's a fascinating like set of ideas. And it seems like a... It uh, sounds like a pretty cool stepping forward of like the MMO. The MMO uh, genre seems a bit much, but the MMO kind of formula as people know it. The The overall pitch of like the perfect example of the great white fantasy of colonization... Oof. I wouldn't have wanted to be the guy that pitched that to Amazon. Yeah. Like, yeah. that seems a bit on the nose. But that's, yeah, so that's interesting. So it sounds like the, um, with the 24 hour thing, it sounds like it very much targets like a kind of Eve players or something like that. Someone who's, if it's very kind of life MMOs, um, that could do well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, secondly, this week, Respawn have confirmed that Titanfall 3 is not in development at their studio, although something Titanfall will be coming out by the end of the year. Who knows what? Uh, Titanfall 3 was... (laughs) 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 You You might be right there. Uh, Titanfall 3 was in development, but was majorly reshaped, supposedly without EA's input, uh, to become Apex Legends. Uh, and whether Apex looks more like Titanfall as they take in feedback from their community depends on how the community reacts and how people play it. We will be talking more about that game a little later on in the show. Number three this week is that Microsoft Studios have changed their name and are now Xbox Studios. 
It's very nice. Yeah, it's good to see like the uh, focus on because I, I think they came out and said that specifically this is to focus on games and be, make it clear that that's what they do. Um, which you know can only be a good thing, I think, as as well as turning maybe a little bit more away from the the kind of merged media they tried to do in the past. Yeah, but I but I also think it points a little more to the kind of doubling down of Xbox on everything. You know, yeah, this week true. we also heard about them potentially putting Xbox Live on Switch or Xbox Live on um, uh, Android. Sorry, that was the one I blanked out there. On Android, uh, we know that at GDC fairly soon they're going to be talking about what xCloud is and how it works. Um, I'm not surprised that they stopped away. They sort of stepped away from Microsoft Studios because the big push at the minute is, hey, this is this is xCloud, not mCloud, uh, and mm. I'm. Not surprised in the slightest that this has come from the the staffing up that they've done. Looking yeah, it, what they make. it's it's a good move as well because I think um, anything. So uh, you know, in my mind, one of the big mistakes that Microsoft has made in the past is trying to merge everything into one kind of service, and then you have like your, you know, your business users using the same systems as your your video gamers, and I think it ends up being a hodgepodge. So it's a good idea to have things. I, I don't. I like the idea of them kind of keeping certain things separate, you know. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. Uh, number four this week is that Disney have said that despite EA's cancellation uh, of Visceral's open world Star Wars game and the way they've handled the franchise and license up to now, they're still happy with the way that EA are handling Star Wars. Uh, Lewis, what do you think of this? I mean, so. Ah, uh, like, think, you have to I, wonder how. I mean, I think that sums it up perfectly. I mean, uh, <laughs> like, it's just awkward noises. I, I, they've, I just don't understand how. Like, they've released, I think, two games? Yeah. In five, six years? Um, yeah, yeah. And, you, and you've got to remember that the Star Wars series had, has had many, many games, um, over the years, uh, some great and some not so great, but at, at the very least, it used to actually release games at a frequent pace. I mean, when you have had... a massive studio like EA and they can't push games out. I mean, like, literally, the Star Wars games were responsible for one of the biggest dev teams in the industry at one point. LucasArts games, side yeah. of things, were literally molded around the Lucas team that was making Star Wars content. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's mental. That is, I think that's a very nice way of them saying they're not losing the license. But I don't, I can't believe they're happy with them. Um, yeah. Maybe EA has an ace in the hole that we don't know of. You know, maybe maybe we're being far too harsh on them. But um, oh no, I don't I don't understand how that is still a healthy business there. Yeah, yeah, it's very uh, strange, I guess. I'm just I'm sad to see um, any game be cancelled, let's be honest, but especially kind of something I'd be interested in, uh, you know, a Star Wars game made by the people who made Dead Space. Like, you know, well, you know that it could have been good, I guess, is what I'd say. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right, then, uh, moving on to something a little bit more positive. Uh, it is going to be a very, very big week for video games. Uh, two major titles come out this week that we've been looking for 
I know three major titles come out this week that we've been looking forward to, to a fa- for a fairly long time. And a couple of smaller titles uh, as well. So out this week is Crackdown 3. It the, It's coming out. Who'd have thought it? Abs- imagine if on the 14th of February they delay it. <laughs> I I will crack up. Being delayed. We'll see you guys in quarter one, 2020. No. Uh, Crackdown 3 comes out on the 15th. And also on the 15th is the next in the Far Cry series. The first official sequel in the Far Cry series since some of their PlayStation 2 games. Uh, Far Cry New Dawn. Very excited for that. Uh, we've also got Metro Exodus hitting on the 15th as well. It's it's not a busy week. It's the 15th. The 15th yeah, is crazy. Yeah, just the 15th. Uh, yeah, Metro Exodus hits on all the platforms that it's hitting on. Go buy it on PC, you babies. Uh, and <laughs> Jump Force also comes out on the 15th as well. So you have quite a plethora, a smorgasbord, as you, if you like, of video games to pick from on that day. Lewis, are you going to be picking one? Uh, yeah, I'm probably going to end up picking up Metro. Um, but I'm very interested to see how it does with the reviews because there's there's some suspicion that this game's going to be a lot better than it's expected to be. Um, as in, like, a, you know, surprise hit. We'll see. I would not be... Well, obviously I would be surprised for a surprise hit, but, I like, having seen how they've developed it and some of the stuff, that, like, some of the concept art and the kind of work, we, the themes and stuff we've seen in the trailers, it looks awesome. Mm, yeah. Well, you know, at the end of the day, I hope it turns out well for them as well, because they are uh, a studio that's kind of started very, uh, not quite indie, but very double A, and it's now going into that triple A space. Yeah, absolutely. Metro is one of those franchises that Riz has kind of, um, through just hard work and grit and, and good content, has pushed itself from being mid of the barrel to, to the top of the barrel. Um and yeah, I I'm with you. I really hope that Exodus does well. Um, there's there's been a lot of talk, as we kind of alluded to this week, of people boycotting or review bombing or, or treating the the PC release of it badly because of the the exclusivity with the the Epic Store. Um, and I, yeah, I really hope it doesn't impact the devs uh, and the and even the publisher to some extent, because Deep Silver's been quite brave in taking this deal. Um, and I, I do hope the game, if it's good and if it is deserving of high praise, comes out with high praise that it, that it's earned at the end of the day. Yeah, definitely. I'll be jumping into Crackdown. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I of the two, I imagine Crackdown will be a little lesser than Far Cry, just because I'm so excited for Far Cry. So I'm gonna uh, jump into Crackdown, do as much or as little of that as I can in in the time I'll have with it. Uh, and see kind of where I I stand on it, and then I, uh, I'm very interested to see how you feel about it. I'm very interested as well. I the more I see, the more positive I get. I've seen there were there were a couple of previews that were published like a week and a bit ago, uh, and nothing looked stand out. Nothing looked you know Last of Us game breaking or whatever, but it all looked solid. It all looked like Crackdown, and that's what I wanted to see. So good. Um, but I do expect to come away from Far Cry feeling more kind of amazed. So mm. I'm going to focus on Crackdown first, get that out of the way, and then play Far Cry. 
It's going to be a busy couple of weeks. Also, the Overwatch League launches the day before. So, I don't. I just don't know that I'm going to sleep. <laughs> Not enough time in the day. Yeah. No, there isn't. Uh, we're so old. All right. Uh, number six this week. I put this one in entirely for me. Um, it's it's really dumb. Resident Evil Two has, of course, been one of the biggest games of the year so far. Loads of people are loving it, uh, and I have never been as tempted to pick up a game because of its mods as this. The X gone, give it to your mod yeah. might be the best thing to happen in 2019 so far. I knew it'd be that one. <laughs> uh, it's just, it's like, I don't know. It's, uh, I've, I've watched a lot of clips of people playing with it on. And the bits that would usually get me and stop me from playing a horror game are totally undercut by this mod. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, I've seen it myself and uh, I, I, maybe I should play with it. <laughs> can we get you to can we get you to twitch stream on games up with it yeah that'd be cool there's some other uh mods that look really interesting there in the works including like a there's a first person mod uh that's i think being made and like a uh, what's it fixed camera viewpoint mod oh like the made. original yeah which that's uh, really cool should be really cool if they can actually kind of pull it off and make it work What's awesome about that is that Resident Evil was a really, really big ask from that community for a long while. It was very requested. And so the fact that it's it's come out, it's come out with as much love as it has, because that game has been treated properly. Like, the care that's gone into remastering it is brilliant. And so the fact that the community are now kind of getting behind it and, and fully closing that circle with them extending its lifespan of it, that's that's what you want to see, man. Yeah. All right, number seven, we'll have some serious news now. Some leaks point to a potential remastered Borderlands 1 coming very, very soon. I believe even the achievements have leaked uh, for this game, suggesting that it is not far away at all. Now, we've heard rumours of a Borderlands 1 remaster for a fairly long while. In fact, we've heard them as far back as the Handsome Collection. And at the time, uh, Gearbox said that they might do it if there was demand and all those kind of, hmm, maybe teases that publishers do. But I didn't think we'd see it this far away from the Handsome Collection. Pretty interested about that, especially with the stuff that's happened with Gearbox lately. So, uh, Lewis, what do you think on this one? <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Right? We can't go another week without having a Borderlands leak. Um, <laughs> Fuck off! And... This is genuine. <laughs> it's just it's just constantly. There's, there's a news article here. Borderlands Game of the Year edition has leaked for the third time in less than a year. Uh, now that would be fine if we were getting actually closer to it, or we saw anything from it. I don't know. I'm just. I think I feel like for the past like five years we've been expecting a Borderlands like every minute of every day, and it's still not happened. <laughs> um, so yeah, we'll see. I want it to, okay. I know you do. So uh, um, the last thing that was leaked from it were the trophies on PlayStation 4. The game is listed in these trophies as just Borderlands Game of the Year Edition, which is what the last version of Borderlands 1 was called on all the previous consoles. So, some version of it is there. If it comes out, it comes out. If it doesn't, it's another thing that won't, I suppose. I hope it does. 
Although it's a weird one, Borderlands one, because I don't know if it'll actually like. Uh, I don't know if you played it, but it's very different from the other one. Yeah, it's very different. Mm. Um, it's a lot darker. It's a lot grittier. The the visuals are not quite as poppy. Um, mm. The ammo system's different. The yeah, it's big. Has better weapons. <laughs> what I so okay. Tinfoil hat on. It could be a pre-order bonus. Yeah. Like, it's something we've seen before. We saw it with Far Cry. Mm. Assassin's Assassin. Creed. Metro. So it's not unheard of for it to be a pre-order bonus, but that would mean that Borderlands 3 exists. So <laughs> probably not. Um, yeah. Yeah. One day. All right. And then, finally, the one you're probably here for, this week, Respawn announced their latest game, their biggest release in quite a while, uh, and it is set in the Titanfall universe, but it's not Titanfall itself. Apex Legends is a hero shooter cross-battle royale uh, that forces some squad mechanics, uh, that forces some kind of uh, team play mechanics, uh, and that has a little bit of the mechanics of Titanfall with some jumping and some climbing and the gunplay, uh, but is kind of a new game entirely. And the thing is, that despite the fact that both of us have different opinions on Battle Royales, I have previously put them up for Game of the Year, Lewis has previously shot them down whenever he can, we both <laughs> kind of love this game. Yeah. You know, it's a, it's a combination of many things. The, the Titanfall universe, the smoothness of the game, if that's kind of... A hundred percent. Yeah, something that's very much needs to be said, especially considering this is a you know, a free-to-play game that it is, it runs beautifully. Um, as well as, you know, not having any kind of input lag or anything like that. Uh, but some other games were famous for at one point. Uh, <laughs> I mean, they're still famous for it now. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah, just, you know, like I, I actually only played it today. Um, but I really enjoyed everything I did with it. Um Especially because it feels like, you know, like it, it feels like a game that you could pay money for, you know, like actually pick it up for money. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, this, this, uh, I'm very divided about this because I'm really sour that it, this is, this is, is what Titanfall 3 is. I love Titanfall and um, I think it's kind of a shame that we've lost the Titanfall franchise in terms of its next release, I think it, it, it could have done some really cool things to the industry. Um, but I agree with you 100%. The game is fun. It's tight. Like, the mechanics are tight. And not just in, like, a really good shooter type, but, like, the way they match make, the way you jump into the game, the ping system. Uh, I, I published a review of the game this week, a text-based review on World Geekly News. You should go look there. It's a really lovely website, surprisingly enough. Hmm, we're a little biased. Uh, but yeah, we. I, I think it's a really, really fun game to play. It's, I think, t in my opinion, it's totally shit on Fortnite and Pubbage. Mm. Like, I, I have Fortnite on my Switch because me and me and my partner will go out and, you know, we'll sit in a pub or something and play Fortnite or, or something else on Switch together, and that's really fun. And now I can't see myself playing Fortnite anywhere but my Switch. Like, it that has become a handheld game. Apex is big and on the TV, you know? 
Yeah, no, I totally get where you're coming from with that, especially when... I mean, it's got to be one of the best-looking free games there is. Oh, uh, God, yeah. By far. As well as, yeah, the, the smoothness is something... You know, it's uh, it's funny to say, because I guess, like, you know, there's, uh, you know, many games, many shooters. But, yeah, no, it really plays really well. Uh, you never really feel like you're being kind of cheap shot it in my mind um yeah no it's it's a funny one because i've come from a place of kind of not really liking that that genre mm-hmm. um but this one does it for me yeah it's it's really good and it seems like it's only going to get better uh this week they announced both their roadmap the way that they intend to support their community and some of the other stuff that they're looking at with community feedback as well so the biggest thing for me <clears throat> When I published my review of Apex Legends, I said it felt like a really, really great game that was just missing a couple of little tinges of personality. And those tinges of personality were mechanics from Titanfall. I would have loved a full jetpack, uh, j- jump pack, sorry. Uh, I would have loved a full jump pack to make the navigation a little bit easier. Uh, and yeah. a couple of the other little um, perks and things you get. Wall running would have been nice as well. That would have been a lot harder to balance, but it would have been nice. Uh, but they have said that jump packs are uh, on a toggle that they can turn on at any point, depending on feedback from the community, which also points to how they plan to support the game going forward. They have already been responding pretty actively to people when servers have gone down on Twitter. They've been pretty open and transparent with how hard they're working to make sure the game stays up and polished. And frankly, considering this is coming from an EA-owned studio, that's pretty cool. Like, they're doing a really, really good job of openly talking to their community, and Respawn deserve major props for the way they've handled both the launch, the release, and the stuff afterwards, where really they've been hammered. Uh, they went to 10 million players in, like, five days. Yeah, it's it's crazy. I mean, I wonder how much they were expecting, you know? Yeah. I'm sure there's someone in their in their uh, like server house just frantically i don't, I don't know i don't know what, how internet works but he's frantically plugging in cables and like uh you know buying more <laughs> server space and all this you know because uh, <laughs> yeah like uh they've done i mean it's gotta be one of the best kind of launches or something like this ever i don't know because like because fallout hit obviously is the big and in the battle royale space um and this seems like it's it's giving it a run for its money, certainly more than the other ones do. Uh, it's worth bearing in mind that Player Unknown's Battlegrounds has its biggest player base on mobile, where it tends to keep up with Fortnite, so the competition is much closer on other platforms there. Uh, but Titanfall 2... Um, Sorry, in terms of Respawn's previous sales, Titanfall 2 maxed out at around 5 to 6 million, if kind of estimations and and conjecture is to be believed. Um, So this nearly doubled the the player base of their previous game, which is pretty huge. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And maybe we can hope that that leads somewhere. Yeah, I do too. Um... I I can see this game having a long, like a long shelf life. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I think that's something else actually to be said for it is that, um, I mean, it, it's early, but it feels to me like we're looking at one of the first games that is, like, uh, intentionally cross-gen. 
Oh, interesting. I don't know. There's some. It's there's something about it. I think that makes me feel that way. Uh, I uh, hmm. I kind of get what you mean. So, so interestingly, uh, when they announced the game, they also announced the roadmap by which they would support it. So, at some point soon, they will be um, announcing a battle pass kind of thing uh, where you can pay and get access to certain perks and challenges, I believe, uh, and maybe one of the heroes or something along those lines. Uh, and then that will then tie into a kind of, uh, I think it's quarterly uh, competitive season which will have various things added each season. Uh, certain seasons will see heroes or uh, legends, they're, added, they're called in this, uh, legends added to the game. Certain seasons will see new maps. Certain seasons will see changes and tweaks and, and topography changes, uh, I believe. Um, which is immediately interesting because it shows that immediately they're adding more than Fortnite has. One of the biggest criticisms that people have about Fortnite is that if you go back and look at the game originally, it is roughly the same map. There's been some changes, some tweaks, some things have changed, but you are dropping into the same thing as you were a while ago, like over a year ago. And that is a, a quite a criticism considering that the gameplay loop, while satisfying, is repetitive by its nature. And if Apex are already able to say, well, okay, but in six months we'll have map two, two different heroes, and any of the tweaks we make, they... they they clearly are not planning for this to go away anytime soon. Yeah. Yeah. And you've got to, uh, kind of, uh, support that longevity and that kind of continuing support. So do we think this is a good move for respawn? Oh, that's a difficult question to ask. <laughs> um, well, I, I hope that, you know, uh, they keep it going and then maybe Respawn splits into two and they have kind of a, um, you know, a push on the more Titanfall front. Uh, at the end of the day, like, uh, while I enjoy this game, I want to see more Titanfall. Um, I guess they're already two, aren't they? Split into more than two. Three. Yeah. Four, however many. Um, but no, I think it's it's good, and it's good. I think that they have something that's definitely doing well for them, because mm. they they've been one of the ones that, especially after Titanfall and Titanfall Two, haven't necessarily done amazingly. Um, so I think it's great that they could have a game that kind of earns the money, and then maybe they can funnel that into the Titanfall Three that we hope will happen. Well, I mean, also, I, I, I was, I'm going to jump off what you said. After Titanfall 1 and 2, EA have a habit of not supporting their games particularly well at times and then killing off the studios that don't do well with them. Like, look at what they did with Dead Space. Look at how some people are quite concerned about Bioware. Um, and I would have put Respawn in that, in that boat with the sales of Titanfall 1 and 2, even with that Star Wars project they have in their hands. So I think this is a really, really good thing for that company. It does, <clears throat> I think, shed light on a, a bigger problem that EA has. Um, and I will... So I'll say this. Uh, when Battlefield released, the big criticism was, where's its Battle Royale? It's not coming for months. So, th so the hype for... 
the Battlefield Battle Royale was there. Now this has come out from, e- from, from EA and from Respawn. And we're, I believe, a month away from getting the Battlefield Battle Royale. That will have... They will, they will butt heads at some point. It's not that there isn't space in the market for it, but you can't keep... Like, you can't keep putting Battle Royales out and expecting them to all do these numbers. And I think... Apex will probably be the victor of those of that of that battle, I suppose. Yeah, I think I can kind of agree with that. Like, um, if you look at kind of battle royales over time, um, for one, yeah, it's, it's an incredibly uh, hit or miss kind of environment, uh, with there not really being any because it's so demanding on multiplayer. There's not really any way to. Uh, you know, uh, you have to really capitalize on the whole market, otherwise you've not got any chance of, like, surviving. Um, but then not only that, like, the thing is that you start a PUBG, which is quite a raw game. Mm-hmm. Fortnite kind of uh, improved that and targeted the, kind of the younger audience, but managed to kind of evolve the genre. Um, and this is very much another revolution on top of that. Um, I do wonder, though, how it's going to play out, especially because... Uh, what's it? Blackout. Uh, to Call of Duty. They've got yeah. a, a a battle royale game coming as well. So, um, so Blackout is is out for Call of Duty. It came out with the game originally. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hmm. But so, so if we if we kind of extend that further. <clears throat> So we expect to see two more things from Respawn this year. A Star Wars title, it's fine, obviously. And then they've said something else Titanfall. So in in a single year, EA plans to put out into the shooter space, and I mean a financial year, so from November last year to November this year, i.e. in a single 12 months. Battlefield 5 with no Battle Royale. A random Battle Royale that's done incredibly well. Battlefield 5, uh, from the developers of Titanfall. Battlefield 5's Battle Royale and then a game of Titanfall. <laughs> like, it's just so weird the way that that's spread across the year like that. Yeah. They, they've done it well because Apex is is killing the game right now. Like, obviously, it's it's at the top of everything. But somewhere in EA, there's like a financial controller tearing their hair out looking at what's been done when they took a holiday. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the Apex Legends one's a strange one anyway, and I think part of it might be this whole uh, generation change going on. Because I wonder, like, it, it's very, well, not very clear, but I think this game probably started out as Titanfall 3, in my mind, and at some point they went, okay, we need to do something else with Titanfall, park it for a bit. That's that's uh, exactly what it was. They've they've openly said in interviews as well. This was Titanfall three before we changed mm. it. So yeah, it's a it is a strange one, and obviously yeah, this year is going to play out very strangely. Um, I look forward to playing Titanfall, uh, mobile idol game. Uh, you got to tap your screen to kind of uh, drop Titans. <laughs> uh, it's going to be really good. Yeah. Either way, though, we can all agree Apex Legends, just fantastic. Yeah, no, I agree. Awesome. So, 
that kind of wraps us up on this fairly positive episode of Games Up Cast. Thank you very much, Lewis. What will you be playing in the week ahead? Uh, probably a bit more Resident Evil. Been playing quite a lot of that. Uh, and then all sorts, to be honest. Like I, uh, I found out. Okay, I have I have a major issue in that I've had Humble Bundle monthly for like two and a half years or whatever. Okay. And I went through and found. So one, I found out that Steam only allows you to activate like fifty games at once. Um, <laughs> otherwise, it locks you out for an hour. Great. Uh, I feel like me... I can see where this is going. <laughs> But yeah, my, my Steam list now, you know, if I if I order it by recent, you have like things that you played or downloaded and installed that day, uh, or activated keys that day. And it has like a hundred and seventy uh games that were just just uh activated from Humble Bundle. Wow. So yeah, maybe just some of those. So so you're just never getting through your backlog then? No, because no, they, they give you eight new games and then I just pick one of them and then uh, after years that's like uh, built up to an insane amount. Cool, I think. <laughs> uh, well, I will be um, using... I'll be using Xbox Game Pass to get into Crackdown, as I've said. Um, I'm, I'm pretty interested in it and pretty excited for it. I'll be jumping in and out of Apex depending uh, on how that goes or what time I have. And then, yeah, I've, uh, I'm have i still grinding on Undertale and Pokemon Let's Go on the Switch. Um, and they are... They're great games. So a week <laughs> full of good games. Sounds lovely. 10 out of 10, good game. 10 out of 10 would have a large backlog again. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for joining us. If you joined us and liked it, feel free to like it, or you can subscribe to the show so that you never miss anything we post. We are at Games Upcast on all six socials, Spotify, YouTube, iTunes, Twitter, Twitch, and Facebook. And you can catch us every Monday at 6.30 UK time right here on YouTube earlier that day on iTunes. We're brought to you by World Geekly News. Feel free to go and have a look at them. They're great people with a great website and all, all good jazz, lovely, lovely things. That's enough plugging. We'll see you next week. Enjoy Apex and the game. Is oh also like send us your clips of your wins. Maybe we'll put something together, or we just want to see people win because that's cool. I've won twice, and both of them were unwell underwhelming. So show us how you do better. Until then, we'll see you next week, and the game's up.